Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just cause I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. <laughs> Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides just like hope springing high, still I rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just cause I laugh as if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. <laughs> Does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling and bearing in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, wow. There I go. Yo, what's the word, Kansas City? A happy Monday to the KC Morning Hose. Hope you had a great weekend. I got a little tickle. Your boy might have a little cold, so I'm gonna sip on this tea on the show today. You know, it is Black History Month. If it's the shortest month of the year, then my friends, you know it's Black History Month. So on the show today, we're gonna take it back to 2022. The late, the great, the immortal John Jordan Buck O'Neill was inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. But back in 2006, Buck O'Neill went to Cooperstown and he gave a speech on behalf of the Negro Leaguers who were inducted. It was like the last chance for these Negro Leaguers to get in. So many of them had passed away, which made it even more tragic that Buck, who was with us, at that time, didn't get a chance to, to see himself in the hall. But on that day, he gave one of the greatest speeches in baseball history, in American history, quite possibly. And the through line, the North Star of it all, which is Buck O'Neill to a T. The through line is love. 
And it is so, so good. So yeah, on the show today, you're going to hear from Bob Kendrick, president of the Negro League Baseball Museum. Make sure you check out the Negro League's Baseball Museum free for the rest of the month. Got to give credit where credit is due. Thanks to the Kansas City Royals for offering free admission. I plan on swinging by later today. Swinging by. (laughs) Look at me. After that, the sweet sounds from one DJ diehard, McLean Johnson, on equal parts, the ones and the twos. I know it's a Monday, but man, this mix, it feels like a trip. That might be inappropriate for a <laughs> for a Monday morning, but God McLean, this thing took me to a place. Woo. Rates, reviews, subscribe, my friends, do that thing you do. Back in your feeds tomorrow, Black History is American History. Today and every day, all day, er day. My name's Hartzell. It's a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. We will see you in the morning. Bye. The charm, the charisma, the gentle spirit. Whoever had the opportunity to meet Buck O'Neill. Good to be around you, man. Hey, you still feel good. No, I just know when to flex, so you can touch and I flex. <laughs> the lives were likely changed from a chance encounter with this great ambassador. I developed passionate love for this man. I think he's one of the most amazing human beings to ever walk the face of this earth who just happened to be a great baseball player. Buck O'Neill was a tremendous first baseman for the legendary Kansas City Monarchs. He became a great leader of men, which is why he became such a successful manager, player manager with the Monarchs. After his Monarchs playing career ended, Buck O'Neill would move into Major League Baseball as a scout. He is credited with having signed Ernie Banks to become the Cubs' first black player. He also signed Lou Brock with the Chicago Cubs. Lee Arthur Smith to his first professional contract with the Cubs. So Buck has three Hall of Famers that he signed. And while he didn't sign Hall of Famer Billy Williams, he is credited for having kept Mr. Williams in the game because Billy Williams had quit the Cubs and gone home, and who did the Cubs send to go get him? Buck O'Neill. And Mr. Williams will be the first to tell you that he owes his Hall of Fame career to one Buck O'Neill. And then Buck would then become the first African-American coach in Major League Baseball history, 1962, with the Chicago Cubs. You can feel his spirit when you come here to the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. There would not be a Negro Leagues Baseball Museum if it was not for the tireless leadership of Buck O'Neill. <laughs> I affectionately call the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum the house that Buck built. Back in 2006, when we were waiting on the announcement to see if Buck was going to be one of that group of Negro League players who were being voted on who would be inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. He missed by one vote. I was just devastated. Who handled it better 
than everyone? Buck O'Neill. Buck O'Neill would push aside his disappointment, go to Cooperstown, deliver this impassioned speech on behalf of 17 others who had gotten in, but all of them were dead. And who became their voice? Negro League Baseball. All you needed was a bus, yeah, and a couple of sets of uniform. You could have 20 of the best athletes that ever lived. And that's who we are representing here today. And I say that it was one of the most selfless acts in American sports history. Whoever's next to you, hold a hand. Come on, you Hall of Famers. Hold hand. All you people out there, hold hand. I want you to sing after me. The greatest thing in all of my life is loving you. A little over two months later. The greatest thing, my friend, in all of my life, passed away himself. Is loving you. As he would call Cooperstown the valley. You just kind of got an idea that the valley will be lit up with the spirit of Buck O'Neill when he does finally receive the official induction into a place that he loved, the National Baseball Hall of Fame. I hit the home run. I hit the Grand Slam home run. I hit for the cycle. I've had a hole in one in golf. I've done a lot of things I like doing. I shook hands with President Truman. Yeah. So, oh man, with the other president, I am to hug his wife, Hillary. So I've done a lot of things I like doing, but I'd rather be right here right now representing these people that helped build a bridge across the chasm of prejudice, not just the ones like Charlie Pride and me that laid across them. Yeah, this is quite an honor for me. See, I played in the Negro Leagues. Tell you what, the Negro Leagues were nothing like Hollywood tried to make it. The Negro Leagues was the third largest black business in this country. Yeah, first, black insurances, the white insurances, 10 cent policy, just enough to bury us. Uh-huh, but the black insurances insured our crops, our homes, yeah. Our stock, they made millions. Next, Madam C.J. Walker, cosmetologist. You see that pretty hair over there? Don't you see it? Oh, Mrs. Robinson? Tell you what, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Madam C.J. Walker was doing that 100 years ago and she made millions, to tell you the truth. Madam C.J. Walker was the first black woman millionaire in this country. And to tell you, Madam C.J. Walker might have been the first woman millionaire in the country that earned it. They had other women millionaires, but they inherited the money. Madam C.J. Walker earned it. Next, Negro League Baseball. All you needed was a bus, and we rode in some of the best buses money could buy. Yeah, and 
a couple of sets of uniforms, you could have 20 of the best athletes that ever lived. And that's who we are representing here today. It was outstanding. And playing in the Negro League, what a lot of you don't know. See, when I played in the Negro League, I first came to the Negro League, 5% of Major League ball players were college men because the Major Leaguers want them right out of high school. Put them in the minor league, bring them on in. But Negro Leagues, 40% of Negro League Leaguers were college men. The reason that was we always spring trained in a black college town. And that's who we played in spring training, the black colleges. So when school was out, they came and played baseball. When baseball season was over, they'd go back to teaching, to coaching, or to classes. That was Negro League baseball. And I'm proud to have been a Negro League ball player. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, they always say to me, Buck, I know you hate people for what they did to you or what they did to your folks. I said, no, man, I, I never learned to hate. I hate cancer. Cancer killed my mother. My wife died 10 years ago of cancer. I'm single, ladies. <laughs> A good friend of mine, I hate AIDS. A good friend of mine died of AIDS three months ago. I hate AIDS. But I can't hate a human being because my God never made anything ugly. Now, you can be ugly if you want a boy, but God didn't make you that way. Uh-uh. So, I want you to light this valley up this afternoon. Martin said, agape is understanding, creative a redemptive goodwill toward all men. Agape is an overflowing love which seeks nothing in return. And when you reach love on this level, you love all men. Not because you like them, not because their ways appeal to you, but you love them because God loved them. And I love Jehovah my God with all my heart, with all my soul, and I love every one of you as I love myself. Now, I want you to do something for me. I'm thinking to get off this stage now. I think I've done my six minutes. But I want you to do something for me. I want you to hold hands. Whoever's next to you, hold a hand. Come on, you Hall of Famers. Hold hands. All you people out there, hold hands. Everybody hooked up? Everybody hooked up? Well, and I tell you what. See, I know my brothers up here, my brothers over there, I see some black brothers of mine and sisters out there. I know they can sing. Can you white folks sing? <laughs> I want you to sing after me. The greatest thing. Come on, everybody. The greatest thing. And all of my life is loving you. The greatest thing. And all, my life and all my life is loving you. Is loving you. The, greatest thing the greatest thing in all my life, all my life 
is loving you the greatest thing in all my life is loving you. Thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now sit down. Now sit down. I could talk to you 10 minutes longer, but I got to go to the bathroom. a.k.a. The Street Beasts. Burning up airwaves and dance floors worldwide with his exclusive dub plates and blazing mixes.
yes. Ninguém me macha, tô aqui de macha, que esta carracha, niga rebaixa. Vuelta uma gala, brinde da sala, cara esta bola, mambo no estal. Sim, para dar show, vem como eu, gema la copo, dar o copo. Damo cumbu, mambo tacu, winda matu, DJ. Pistas quentou, maguetou, tocou, não tocou Canguei um tocou e rebentou Tava tirororó Leva trinta, boi de sapata na vista Ai não, chama sangue, ritmo a sacre Toque feio, tipo vinagre Vira no vídeo, parto no ritmo Vede o fuxo, cara de fico Tá na light, ladies night Vem no cupico, vai haver fight Beat e mudou, dedo do louco Temo pro, pipo pulou Pantu, pantu, meto manju, pipo peru